What is going on, dads? And welcome to the Betwixt. Recorded on Sunday, March 14th, 2021. It's Pi Day! We're your hosts, John and Drew. And thank you for joining us tonight for some Nintendo and Mayhem. <laughs> With the assist. <laughs> hey, Drew, how you doing? What's going on, John? And I'm excited to be here. Back to the Betwixt. This is like the fifth podcast we've recorded i feel like in two weeks together it, it really does we really need uh, a break from each other you know it's uh it's nice it's a nice escape <laughs> some some may say it's a good speaking of escapes uh we got like two feet of snow outside we were supposed to get blizzard all weekend and uh it the delay the snow was supposed to start like 10 p.m friday night and then it still hadn't started by morning and then they kept pushing it back and back and back until like last night or last evening and i thought it was just gonna be the biggest whiff of all time and this morning i woke up and it has been blizzarding all day i have shoveled three times and um i i kind of like it but yeah it is still coming down we have massive drifts looking out the window you're inside it's warm maybe there's a fireplace going but no then you're like shit i have to go out there and 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 shovel and then i have to deal with this for the next like two weeks when you go somewhere in a parking situation and your driveway and oh no we're not the east coast no the snow melts away over here i don't understand that so it's funny because the the snow literally just melted it was here for probably three two two three two months we haven't seen my grass in two months and um it it just melted last week we hit like us we had a couple days of 65 it was glorious oh my gosh Uh, so now I'm ready for spring. Well, today it was 30, but now I'm ready for uh, ready for the spring. Yeah, spring on the calendar, but I don't know, not not, not quite yet. We're gonna get yeah, there. I don't know. So Drew, we played Super Mario. This is our our mayhem episode, um, and it kind of reminds me of the old days, Drew, when we used to do just the mayhem. Remember the little video uh, presentations? Oh, um, but uh, yeah, Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. I think this was one of our most fun. I think I say that all the time, but it really was a really fun mayhem. And uh, we don't get this every single month, but it's nice to have uh, a mayhem for a game where everyone was playing anyway. And we had a ton of participation, 16 Mm. participants. That's awesome. And I know more people played it uh, than 16, but we had 16 entries. So that breaks a record. Yeah. Like I said, anytime you can play a game where everyone's playing it anyway, it's always a good choice. Tell me, Drew, you've played this mm. game in the past. Um, mm-hmm. What was it like playing kind of the base Mario 3D world for you? Was it was it more fun, less fun? Uh, what did you think? It was great. I played this entire game with my wife. I'd never played it once without her. Yeah, and uh, I we played, played with you guys, too. Yeah, we played together. We played every level. My kids, this was like the first game my kids became obsessed with and said, we want to play. And... They would play the two of them, uh, four-year-old and six-year-old. They grabbed each grab a controller. They would. They loved walking around the world map. They'd find a level that they like, and uh, they would they would play the level. I mean, they stayed at the easier levels, but they played the whole level, so it was awesome watching them. This was a huge part. This was a huge game in our house for a long time. Um, absolute blast! It was. Uh, it was a lot of fun. A lot of yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a, it's a game where having your kids play can actually help you get some of the stamps That's, too. Yes. That is true. Um, well, I didn't I didn't go down that endeavor, but uh, <laughs> we'll um, that. yeah, um, yeah, this this was a game that I hundred percented on the Wii U with all the characters. And when it came out, I said, I'm going to play Bowser's Fury. 
Um, but I don't think I want to play Mario 3D World. And of course, right away, I was playing Mario 3D World even before Bowser's Fury. Mm-hmm. And the yeah, next thing I know, I'm just playing dozens of hours of Mario 3D World. And you know what? Um, I know some of the comparison videos showed it actually performs better on the Switch than the Wii U, which is not a surprise, yeah. but they actually kind of sped it up a little bit. So like running, yes. you actually run faster. Walking, you walk faster. It's just a little more speedy of a game. And I don't remember the Wii U version well enough, but Same I mean, man, there. like this game like did, like Marty always says, this is the best 3D Mario game. It's and awesome. It's it so really cool. is. It's so much fun. There's so much diversity in the levels. Yeah, you know, agree. you're not going level, level, level. There's like the Captain Toad levels. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just some really like dingbat levels, little boss levels, which are kind of dumb. And then like when you get later in the game, you can get through them in like five seconds. Literally, yeah, yeah. you just beat the boss that quickly. Um, but they really do like help break up the monotony. They do. Um, and then those those mystery house levels where you have to get through five or ten in a row. Yep. Awesome. Um, there's just so much variety to the game. The graphics look great. Uh, it just had a blast and yeah, I'm, I'm just really happy they re-released it. And my, my son loves this game. He just loves yeah. playing as toad. I, I never remember how that toad is so fast. In he's this game. so fast. It's awesome. <laughs> he's, he's a burner. Now tell me, what did you think about, we talked about this a little bit on the last uh, episode, but, uh, what did you think about Bowser's fury? Yeah. At first I was skeptical and, um, I obviously I liked it, but uh, I ended up loving it. I ended up 100% in it. Got all hundred, all hundred shines. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was it was cool. It almost reminded me, for whatever reason, of like a Mario 64. And I and I say that because I feel like there was a lot of vertical climbing, right? And I think that has to do a lot with the cat suit and yeah. things like that. But I feel that a lot of the levels were vertical. Where I think Bat N64, a lot of those worlds were kind of vertical as well climbing in some type of mountain in a way mm-hmm. uh but it was great exploring these things i think they did a really job introducing different um items and uh you know plessy my kids loved plessy who doesn't oh, love plessy, plessy. I um, do not, I'm not no i'm not a fan either but <laughs> yeah it was uh I, I don't know i still am unsure about the open world type format of it not that it held anything bad i just like walking into a level and knowing my mission, whether it's a flagpole or finding that star, the you know, I mm. like the mission. And I feel like this, it was a little maybe less handheld, right? It was less less handholding and, and more exploration and, and more explore these different islands and just see what see what happens. Yeah, you know? I know what you mean. There were some that like when you needed to get cat shines, right? A lot of times you were especially early on, you can just wander around and sometimes you'll just like find one mm-hmm. um but other times there were like a few moments where you're like well, what do i have to do i liked that you can like open up the map and like you might see an island and there was like yeah. three cat shines and you got them all and then later on you look at the map and there's a new one there and it felt like it should have been a little bit more frustrating to go where do i find the next one but it really mm-hmm. wasn't sometimes you get there there'd be a blue button and you'd know okay i have to do the blue coin challenge um, I don't know, like after a while, it just was like, go to the island and it really didn't take long to find it. Yeah, um, I, I enjoyed the format, the the islands. It wasn't fully I don't know what the definition of open world is, but it wasn't yeah. fully open world because no. most of the time there was like oil slick covered. True. Worlds and so you couldn't get there until it opened up. It, it had that Mario sunshine feel. It did. Um, but what do you like? 
I keep hearing people, everyone's opinion on this, they say the same thing, uh, that this is like the future of the Mario franchise, that we're going to see a, a game in a bigger a bigger model of this game for the next one. I, I mean, Maybe I, not I don't fan? know. I mean, if you think about the model of the actual game, right, I don't, I don't think there's anything too different here than a Sunshine or 64 or even Odyssey, except that you have... You know, think of it of, of, you know, 3D worlds, right? 3D worlds, you have an overview map and then mm-hmm. and you just you go into the level. It's the same concept as if you have an overview map and then you kind of go into these without having to actually push A, you're you're in the level. Right. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I think if you start opening it much bigger than what it was, you're going to have some issues with rendering and things like that. Uh, I will say, though, I think that for Switch me, Pro. at least some of the earlier levels, um, weren't as fun as the later levels. I think the later shines and stuff were a lot more or, or better designed, a lot more fun, mm. uh, at least for me. Maybe more challenging, too, as you got a little bit yeah. later. Like, even um, if it about, like, that lava one, like, that was, th- that whole area up there where the lava was, mm-hmm. which was a lot later in the game, I thought those, like, three little islands that were connected were awesome. Yeah. I, I think that was technically post-game, though, wasn't it? Or close to it? I, I'm not sure if it wasn't unlocked until after or not, um, but it definitely came late. I think that was one of my final yeah. cap shines too. Um, yeah, no, I, I love the whole thing. You could make a bigger Mario game based on this, but you would need more story sequencing. Agreed. Because um, this one really didn't. It was like getting cat shines. And I think you and I had the same thing. Like the first hour maybe of this game, I didn't understand how it worked. It was like mm-hmm. I understood if I got a cat shine the lighthouse would chase Bowser away. Um, and then it got confusing because I'm like, if I just wait until Bowser comes out, but then, you know, you have to wait. I don't know. It was just it took yeah. a little while to get into the flow of everything. And then they changed up the flow. Um, but, yeah, I really liked, you know, you compare it to Mar- uh, Mario 64, whatever you go, you jump into a painting and they tell you, you know, the title of that level yep. that gives you a clue as to what to do. In this one, there, you just didn't do that. It was more like Mario Odyssey, where you would grab a cat shine, it would go, you got a cat shine, and then you you continue on. And I really like that formula. Well, but, yeah, this couldn't be a 30-hour game, or maybe let's say 25-hour game, yeah, without yeah. a little bit more story, maybe some more interesting side questing, and a, more, a bigger variety, because there were a lot of repeated types of events, the blue coins and, and yeah. all that. Um, yeah. They would have to kind of give it a little bit more variety. Agreed. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, but I'd love to see it. A full yeah. Bowser's Fury. I, I really enjoyed everything about this game. I played this game way more than I thought I would. There were times when I didn't even think I was going to buy it until <laughs> I realized Bowser's Fury was part of it. And then I'm like, of course, I'm going to buy it now. Um, mm-hmm. But that was a that was a great mayhem. So I I was really curious um, to see what other people thought of Mario 3D World. I was tempted to, like, ask the Discordians. Um, let us know what you thought. But then I realized that there was so much chatter about the game, this entire competition, and there yep. was some real fun stuff. I was like, let me just grab these quotes from the Discord. So uh, with their non-consent, I wanted to share some of the chatter from the Discord here. Um, first up, Chris HL 94 I have straight up been tempted to submit Noah's score as my own. 
Um, that is his son, and apparently a better gamer than he. <laughs> so, <laughs> to clarify the rules there, uh, and this is the Nintendo Dad rules, you have to uh, only submit your own score. Um, but maybe one day Noah will join us in the Discord. Mm. I no- mean that that that's that's a perfect example there, guys. So if you are listening to this and you hear one of these mayhems that you want to join, uh, it's one dollar. You, you can literally pay one dollar for that month, and you can join in the mayhem. Right, and we Simple had we had Bob Cousy join us for this mayhem. Yes, just because this is Kevin now, just because he wanted to participate in this mayhem. And now maybe he'll stay for one more dollar into the next one. Oh, oh, he's staying. He's not going anywhere now. <laughs> he's stuck here. Um, we have Hambone Johnny. I've been getting good with using the extra Joy-Con and jumping on the flagpole with both. Also, if you are carrying another character and jump on both, uh, and jump on both, get on. Um, that was a trick that I did use at some point. I was leveraging my kids a lot, um, but there were times where, especially like Champions Road or whatever, oh. where I mean, I I had to go through Champions Road multiple times because I kept messing up um, jumping on the flagpole. But you can grab somebody and then jump on the flagpole with them, and you'll both get on. So that was a good little tip there to to kind of get some unlocks. Yeah. Um, and actually the, what was the level where you have to do the 30, the mystery house with a 30? I'm not sure what that one was called. That was the, I mean, that technically that was the very last level. I found that one a lot easier than champions road. I think you might be right. I, yeah, I think you might be right. It, it was, it's more fun because there's just, you can take a break after you finish each level and you get the star. Yeah. You can like breathe for a second. Um, the thing about it was I was trying to like get through it with multiple times and I kept messing up bringing people in. So I had to go through that one more I, times than I wanted. I'll tell but... you what, that is that 31 was also a lot easier with two players, right? I mean, there was examples. I remember the one level that had the two walls with the tats. You had to run up the walls. One hit like mm-hmm. the, the P block or whatever it was. And the other one mm-hmm. hit the, I mean, two people, you just split. The other easy one was like, there was a one where you had to throw the baseball down that huge ramp. Oh, and there yeah. was a start. I just jumped down the ramp, slid all the way down, got it, and then the other person would jump in the box before I died. Oh, that's fascinating. That is, yeah, the strategy is totally different. With it's two. such a different strategy. I would never even pick up the baseball. I I tried when I was I tried one time to play through it by myself, but I brought three other characters in, so they were just oh, like geez. computer players not moving. Yeah, and it was actually harder because I kept starting in these different positions than uh-huh. I was used to. Um, and like that baseball one, I know to just walk up, stay straight. And throw it at a certain time to get that star. Yeah. But sometimes I, I wasn't in the middle and I had to move over. Um, yeah. So it was actually easier just to play solo. You know, and you then... can technically jump down there, get it, and then actually jump back up. Oh, really? You can, oh, okay. Yeah. And once you get it, the, 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 the clock always stops. So you have unlimited time to jump back up. But the star appears at the top, doesn't it? Or appears. Oh, no. Oh, no, the, the star is at, at the bottom. Right. You're literally getting it. Okay. Yeah, you can jump, 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 jump. Interesting. Your up. Okay. If you have two players, though, like you said, it's even less. Oh, yeah. The other person jumps to the box. Uh, Nick Tendo wrote, trying to get a friend to help me with these 30 levels. My son noped out. <laughs> and obviously, that's that's the level we're talking about. I think you're right. Having a friend with you does give you some leeway. Yep. Um, this is a long one from Shiv UK, but I thought it was interesting. He said, I've been playing through the whole game online with my sister. Uh, It's been surprisingly solid, uh, which is great for a Nintendo game online. 
We only have Champions Road left to do now. I'm assuming she will not be up for trying to do all the levels with all the characters. So 380-80, and that's the stars and the stamps, is probably all we can realistically manage. Having multiple players helps in some way, but really hurts in others. You constantly get in each other's way. Mm -hmm. You lose what little camera control you have in single-player mode, which can make it quite hard to spot some green stars or just get through some parts at all. There is also occasional lag online, which is devastating. Yeah, it's not bad, though. We played, right? It was pretty good. I I found it good. Uh, He's absolutely right with the multiple people. I think about Champions Road, when you have to swim through the water that's moving. Yep. With multiple people, it's nearly impossible because there's some really tight corners that you have to get around yes. yourself. So what happens is they, they hit each other. You might be a raccoon, and now you hit into a spike, and you lose it. Yeah. And uh, You need, yeah. like, one person who's the person that's going to get you through it, and another person needs to bubble or just accept death. Exactly. Yep. Because you I'm can't certain, both yeah. do it. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Um, this one from Solo Something. I dropped three F-bombs around 10-ish last night. While the house slept, and I tried to beat that godforsaken fire flower round, and we all know what round he's talking about. Mm. I was even tempted to take my switch to my programmer friend that can hack switches and tell him to do it, please. I want the last laugh. Um, so he's talking about there is a level, I think in my one of the one of the Bowser, one of the later levels, where um you have like all the you have to jump through the islands and it's like a jungle scene. And in order to oh. get the green star, there's three there's two areas and then there's a final area. But in order to get the green star, you have to light all of the torches. We played this level to a level. Yeah. Yes. And it's really hard it's and really hard. frustrating. There is a lot of jumping across lava and spinning fire. It is, it is extremely thing, yeah. difficult. Um, you can get through the first one. The second one is hard. It's just yep. it's kind of a I nightmare. Agree. So but we all know which one he's talking about. Um, this is Nintendo again. Fuck Champions Road. It's done, and I'll never do it again. For me, it should be called Try and Try Again Till You Succeed Road. That's a fair point, Nick. Now, Champions Road is an interesting final level because it's one of the hardest Mario levels in history. Mm. But if you go into it with the Tanuki suit, yes, um, a lot of the early parts become trivially easy. And when I was trying to I was trying to go through it this time with just Mario, um, because I knew, like, if you bring the Tanuki suits in and then you get hit, you're going to lose them anyway. And you spend all this time getting them. But what I did was um, you save your game because you can save your game explicitly. And then if you lose the suit, I usually try to continue on. um, But then you can just load your game and you have your two Tanuki suits back. Um, It's actually pretty quick to just go and load your game. It'll actually bring you back to the character select screen. Um, But then really like going through like those early ones. Oh, my God. It's so much easier. There's still a challenge at the end. And there are a couple areas that are trickier uh, with the Tanuki suit, especially jumping, going vertical and jumping up off the plant heads, you know, and then um, when you have to jump off the ants. Um, that actually gets really tricky with the Tanuki so, suit. You jumped off. I ground pounded and killed all the ants, and then I just wall jump up. Oh, really? Oh, oh, they're not like unlimited. No, I never. I never really thought they of just that. Just in a circle, so you can okay. kill them all. Oh, that's pretty smart. I didn't. Even the think other of that. thing I did with the Tanuki suit, uh, thank you for that suggestion, is with two players, you technically can get four Tanuki suits, right? Two in the yeah. bank and each player. So I'd have two in the bank, and I tell the wife she wasn't allowed to use any of them. So I was I would always have like one left at the end. Oh, that's how so you end we up get to the, the very end. Out. where you have to collect the keys. Yeah, I told her, I said, you just run around, collect the keys. I'll just I'll just keep floating up and down. 
<laughs> oh, so you don't die. Or if she died and fell off, I would still be there, just jumping up and down, floating until she came oh. back. I didn't find collecting the keys at the end too hard, but I think it's because I played the thing a hundred times in the Wii U. Well, you, yeah. Once I got there, I, I actually never died on that part, but I had a tremendously hard time getting yeah, there all the time. I agree. Uh, but I once agree. I got there, I was all the years of playing <laughs> got me really used to it. Um, Nintendo again. Am I the only one who had issues finding the damn rocket? Probably. I will say when I finished the game and I started, my son was there with me and I started to try to find the bonus levels. I couldn't find them. I was like, where are they? And I actually <laughs> stumbled on the rocket in the first world, but I had totally forgotten about that. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what it, cause you can't warp there until you go to the rocket. Um, afterwards you can warp to wherever new opens up, but I, I totally don't remember that at all. And I was like, what the heck? So Nick, you're not alone. Um, and last comment, they put smiles on those lava blocks simply <laughs> to mock us. Hambone Johnny. Yes, they did. All right, Drew. I think uh, we've had our fun. Let's talk about results. Do it. Uh, we had four, uh, 16 competitors. I, like uh -huh. I said, our new record. And uh, let's just read all the way up do you want to do you want to why don't you uh, start us off at number 16 here 16 ubisale um submitted 13 stars four stamps so uh pretty much we combined those for your total points 17 points i will say ubisale did a late submission uh post uh, deadline which had a lot more than that but uh fortunately it was a little too late now ubisale i know you're listening dude we've been telling you noon on this date you got to submit and, you know, Ibisel complained that it was midday. Dude, <laughs> dude, no, no. Where's he living? Yeah, no. Uh, Chris HL94, 51 stars, 14 stamps, points of 65. Uh, Chris might want to stay around for next month, uh, Monthly Mayhem. He might like that one, I think. Mm. Uh, number 14, Simple Monk, 140 stars, 39 stamps for 179. Bob Cousy, my favorite Discordian. Cousy. 204 stars, 56 stamps, 260 points. A decent effort. Not bad, but 13th place. I mean, that's... Eh. <laughs> Laffer, Jesse, 193 stars, 50 stamps, 100 cat shines ah. for 343 points. He started off... He was the one that was posting... They yeah. came in hot and then disappeared. I think Persona Five Strikers stole him, and then he came in with his like final score like yesterday. He he plays games like me though. I I play heavy in the beginning, and then I never really. Once I'm done, I don't really go back. Um, number eleven, Solo something, three hundred and forty-seven stars, seventy-eight stamps, zero shines. You know, Solo. If you haven't played Fury, God, I really hope you you still do play it. It's something you want to try. Number ten, Crazy Greek Dre. 338 stars, 76 stamps, 55 shines, 469 nice. <laughs> points. Number nine, Frosted Rolls, 43, 306 stars, 75 stamps, 100 shines for 481 points. John, bring us home. Uh, in eighth place, we have Phoenix down, 357 stars, 78 stamps, 100 shines. Those are the toughest scores, Drew, because that's when you've kind of gone through everything and wanted to get through everything but there were obviously 23 stars that were pissing him off 
That's right. Uh, but I got him 535 points in eighth place. Seventh place, that fast. Also 357 stars, 78 stamps, 100 shines. How does this happen? That's exactly. There must be 23 stars that we don't know about that are hard to get. Yeah, wow. Uh, Drew, hmm. sixth place, 380 stars, 80 stamps, 100 times. You can, if you've been playing this game, you know that is all the stars. That's, yeah, perfect. And kind of all the stamps and all the shines. And that got you sixth place. Disturbing. Well tied for, I'd like to say. Now, I have a question about this score because this has come up. So the last five stamps of the game you get by use by beating every level with mm. one character. So if you have beaten every level with Mario, you get the Mario stamp Correct. and Toad and Princess Peach and Rosalina. Now, you did you have a character that you used all the time? I used Mario. You know what? I, I, I actually had 81 stamps. I don't think I submitted the right store, but it's irrelevant. OK. Um, I did. You're not the, the only of... one to do 80, by the way, but it means that everyone probably had a main character. Yeah. Um, and so I always thought 81 was kind of the base level. But you know yeah. what it is, though? Sometimes you unlock Rosalina. Spoiler alert. And then it's like you try her the very next level. So it might be like only a couple levels. Mm-hmm. And then there's a random levels. And then you're like, well, I have never tried Luigi. I never tried Toad yet. Let me try yeah. that. You know, and you don't want to go back. Yeah, I, I but I it. should be very close. To, I think I might actually have 82 because my wife played with Peach every level as well. Maybe, but you're in sixth place today, Drew. Yeah, well, Sandy Rod, 64, again, 380, 80, 100, 560. And then Shiv UK, 380, 80, 100. So we had a three-way tie for 560. So uh, I'll correct it, Drew. You tied for fourth place. Yes, thank you. Good job. Now the top three, Nick Tendo. What an effort. 380, 81, and 100. Mm-mm. So clearly he kind of did what I did, which is let me just at least get that one stamp because I was using Mario for the most yep. part on every level. Like I said, I think I did go back and do it. I just probably never took the picture, but that's fine. Yeah. Uh, in second place, mm. Zablonk me. 380 stars, 85 stamps, 100 shines. I did not think I was going to go for all the stamps because I had done that on the Wii U, but I am stupid and I didn't have much else to play and I went for it and uh, perfected everything. But I did not win because I was not eligible. The Mm. winner of Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury Mayhem is Hambone Johnny 380 85 100 shines a perfect score his second win in monthly mayhem history mm. good job hambone johnny his uh his other win is the uh, the metroidvania um mayhem that we did with those three games um okay. that was his last win though and he's a he's a good gamer he's he's kind of like a third strongest mole type like just you know like really get heavy mm. you know hot heavy in a game um so he is the winner so what we did was we took, uh, you know, all your points. They become lottery balls. And oh. oh, my God, Drew, there were a lot of balls. Balls everywhere. I mean, it was just like they wow. were everywhere. They were on your face. They were all <laughs> your pants. There was just jingling yeah. everywhere. I, I ran the lo- the random number and it took me a little while to calculate who won. Um, the winner of our lotto is. First time winner Shiv UK. 10 
dollar eShop credit representing. Now, if I remember correctly, Shivu J, he played the entire game with his sister online. So he should be sharing that five dollars each. My eyes. You should share. You should share Shiv UK, but he probably knows she's not listening to this podcast. <laughs> That's true. Smart. Don't tell uh, her. So congratulations, Hambone Johnny. You got fifteen bucks. Shiv UK. You got ten bucks. Um, go, uh, go, uh, request your prize from Marty. He'll be waiting for you. He'll be knowing by the time yep. you hear this that you are to come. Andrew, what do we do next now? Oh, what do we do next? We've been wanting to do something different and folks, this is different. Um, there's no big, you know, triple A games coming out right now. Well, there are, but we don't want to do those, right? We want to be something different. We want old school. We want retro. We want fun. So what are we doing, John? We are going to head over to the NES online, right? So we're going to go over to the we'll standby. And um, I'm excited. Are you excited for this? I am super excited. For this this is going to be a totally different kind of matchup. We had actually considered uh, Monster Hunter Rise because I know a few people will be getting really hot and heavy into that one, but it's a big time commitment. And I don't even. Sometimes we ask people to put in the time, like with Mario 3D World. But not multiple months in a row here. So we want to do something a little bit more fun and mm-hmm. different. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit yeah, about so this one is going to work do. very different. Uh, we're going to be starting today when you hear this podcast. Um, and it's going to run. Uh, it's going to run till the middle of April. But but here's what we need to do. We need to know if you're partaking in this mayhem, right? This is something we need to know up front. So you're going to have about seven days or five days, really. March 21st. So by March 21st, which is Sunday, we didn't do midnight Eastern time, right? right. No. Give or take a, no? Yeah. No, noon noon Eastern time. Noon Eastern time. Mid to, midday, Ibisel. Mid- midday. So March 21st, noon. You need to tell us if you're playing in this monthly mayhem. And here's why. This is going to be four rounds. We're going to take all these competitors. We're going to put four rounds together. Each round is going to run one week. And... um. We're going to kind of do this crazy bracket type tournament style um, where there's going to be co-op challenges. There's going to be verse modes. There's going to be time-based solo contests. Um, And every round will be a little bit different. You'll be paired up with somebody else. And um, they're all going to be NES online games only. So you do require to have NES online through the Switch. And um, you will be playing online as well as offline games. Uh, with lots of different twists that come out. Uh, each round is going to be re-randomized, a new partner, like we said, and there's going to be a new challenge awaiting you. Uh, and this will be all completely randomly generated, of course. No one's going to be eliminated. You're going to be doing it every week. so like a reset, but your points that you won that round will carry over. And first place, again, will um, will whoever has the most points will get first place. And then as always, second place, we'll look at whoever has uh, the points and do lottery ball. Um, and if we have, if we have a tie for first place, we are going to be coming up with some sort of tiebreaker. Oh, hundred um, so percent. Kind of rooting for one here. Me too. Me too. <laughs> uh, we'll have to make sure the points should, can equal that way. Now, what we're doing is John kind of alluded to earlier. We know that your time is all valuable. And I know setting up these games are kind of tough, especially with people in the UK, East coast, West coast, uh, you know, Midwest, all those things. So we promise you that no online game should be taking more than 30 minutes. If it took more than 30 minutes, you did something wrong. Uh, a lot of these games might take five to 15 minutes, to be honest. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, but 30 minutes will be the absolute match for your versus mode. Um, but that's that's really it. this is this is gonna be this is gonna be fun. It's gonna be competitive. It's gonna be co-op. It's gonna be everything, and I'm excited to kind of uh, see what happens here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And 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 give you a little insight on how this is gonna play. We are gonna create a randomized bracket of matchups every single round, and um, it's all gonna be blanked out. And then what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna decide what the matches are in advance. And then we are going to randomize the names into them. So mm-hmm. what's going to happen is you might have a matchup. Let's say, for example, uh, Tim is competing and Tim is going to be competing against Hambone Johnny. Right. They're going to agree on a time and we're going to say, oh, at eight o'clock, this is the time they're going to do it. And then what's going to happen is we are going to let them know what it is they're going to play at that time. Uh, so they're not going to know in advance what they are playing. So they might be asked to play a half of Tecmo Bowl to decide their matchup. And maybe one of them has played Tecmo Bowl their entire lives and the other one has never played before in their mm-hmm. lives. That's what's going to make this so fun. You might be playing a game that you've never played before. Yep. Uh, you exactly. might be playing a game that you're great at, right? Maybe yeah. Drew gets ice hockey or something like that. Yeah, and I think uh, that's the beauty mm-hmm. of right? So so when we tell you guys to plan your match, we want you to plan your match. Hey, uh, you know, hey, John, can you play Wednesday night at 8.30 Eastern time? Yeah, Drew, I can. All right. So you're going to tell us that, and again, just emphasize, at 8.25, when you guys are ready to go, you message us and say, all right, we're ready to play. What's our game? And we will just tell you the game, and you're going to play it. And then you're yep. going to tell us your result. Uh, now, John, do you want to get into a little bit about the challenges as well that are going to go on per round? Uh, yeah, we're going to have some challenges. They're going to be time-based. So you might be asked, you might be told, you know, here's what your challenge is, and you need to report your results within. 15 or 20 minutes mm. um, because we don't want to give you unlimited time because it, it takes away some of the challenge of it. Um, so you might be asked, you know, to do some Mike Tyson's punch out challenges. Um, you might be asked to play some games that you might not have ever played before. We're mm. really going to go deep. We go deep here, Drew. Yeah, we're going to go deep into the NAS online library. Um, yep. If you want to prepare for this, I mean, there, there, there's nothing there's you no can super prepare. There's for, no preparing. If for this. you wanted to prepare for this, and I really don't advise that you do, but but explore the NES online library, play some of the games. But you don't know what the challenge we're going to give you is. Um, it's not going to be just you know beat Zelda two. That's too long. But we're going to give you some weird challenges. So, um, you know, be ready for it. It's going to so, be a good time. So that's going to be the same concept where, um, let's say it's round one, which is really week one. Uh, there's going to be maybe we say there's a challenge this week, but you guys don't know what it is. Uh, you're going to say you're going to come to us on a random night, Wednesday night again, and say, hey, John or Drew, I'm ready. I'm about to sit down for the night and play my switch. Mm-hmm. What's the challenge? As soon as we send you the challenge through Discord, a private message, because we don't want other people to know. And if you mm-hmm. tell them, that's shame on you because you're giving them a head start. So don't right. tell anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as soon as we send you the challenge in your message, you're going to have that time limit, whether it's 10 or 30 minutes, we'll tell you to reply back to us with a screenshot and we'll see the timestamp. So we don't have to answer you back, but we will see. We sent it at 827. You replied back to us at, you know, 847. It took you 20 minutes to do it. Did you beat the challenge or not? And and, and what was the point system for it? Uh, so that's how it's going to work. It's going to be all on demand. It's going to be unknowns. It's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be fun. Uh, and who knows what's going to happen? And that's going to go alongside your co-op or ver- rather versus mode uh, yeah. every week. 
So there's yeah. going to be four rounds in total, right, John? There's going to be every round you'll have at least one versus mode. And, and the challenges are trying to still try to be TBD based on yeah, how we're feeling. Yeah, it's it's going to be a little bit crazy. And I don't want to overwhelm people with like what's happening or whatever. Just know uh, it's going to be, like you said, the four rounds and nobody's going to get eliminated. And uh, if you just coordinate with us when you are going to be playing your opponent, we will coordinate and let you know what your challenge is. It will be very clear about your challenge and then just play and have fun. I mean, that's really it. And we're. Like I said, like you said before, we're only asking at most 30 minutes of your time for one of these challenges. Most of the time, it'll be less. So just have fun with it. Um, but yeah, I, this is this is going to be one you want to enter in. There's going to be some crazy stuff. You might end up playing games you have never played in your life. Um, mm. So this is going to be a good. One. First place is going to be the person who scores the most points. And then we'll do a lottery system based on how many points you scored after that. It's going to be a good one. I, I can't wait. This is going to be excited. Um, who knows? Maybe John and I will get thrown in there for some fun as well. You don't know. You do uh, not know. It's going to get nuts. So, all right. That is a lot to take in. More will be developing over the next few weeks. But remember, if you want to partake in this, we must know up front. So you yeah. have until March 21st to tell us if you will be playing in this monthly mayhem. Yes. Um, Message us, all you guys. In, uh, message us in the monthly mayhem room. Um, message uh, me, yeah. Zablanc, and Drew um, just to make sure that we get it and we'll add you to the list. We just need to have your name in by noon um, so that we can prepare that bracket pretty quickly and we'll actually be getting started right yep. away. Every every noon time, every Sunday at noon, we'll be yep. uh, starting a new I round. I want so. at least 10 people. I want 10 people for this. Oh, if we can't get 10 people, there's going to be 10 people, man. I want 15 people. All right. 15. All right. Um, Where are you? All right, John, that's it. I'm, I, I'm good there. I'm ready for Mayhem. I'm ready to get it going. That was great. I, I'm really excited for this one. Um, it was good to do another Mayhem another Mayhem video. It was really good. I feel yeah. like uh, it, it's like old times, Drew. Uh, yes, indeed. That's how we got started together. All right, but we'll be back next week with a full episode. Until right. then, take us away, Sadie. The Dads After Dark show is a part of the Nintendo Dads family of podcasts. You can subscribe to us anywhere podcasts are available, including iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Be sure to join us on the Nintendo Dads Discord in the Dads After Dark show channel for some naughty After Dark talk. Follow us on Twitter at NDadsAfterDark. Ask us a question and we may answer it on the show. That's all for tonight. Good night, dads. Sweet dreams.